I'm Kelsey Zeiser. I'm a senior editor at Light Reading, and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. And I'm Cameron Corsi. I'm vice president of product uh, for our new connected solutions organization within AT&T. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me here at Mobile World Congress. Did you get in okay? Yes. It, you know, it's wonderful when the airplane is on time. Right. So it's always good. <laughs> yeah. Bonus points for that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I've been delayed before. It's no fun. Uh, so tell us a little bit just about yourself and your role with the connected solutions division. Sure. So, you know, I've been working in this space since 2009 when we called it Emerging Devices. And then we called it Internet of Things. And now we're calling it Connected Solutions. And there's a good reason for that. You know, we've put everybody together now, again, in one organization, really looking at how we can provide uh, the next generation of capabilities to our customers uh, that will be based upon the connectivity that we provide uh, connecting all kinds of devices, but really being able to provide solutions to them along the way too. Mm -hmm. And how has uh, the Connected Solutions Division, um, how are you providing uh, more efficiency um, just within AT&T and also for your customers in the IoT space and just making things a bit more programmable? Sure, Kelsey. Well, one of the things that we've done is we brought in our customer operations team into the same organization. We also brought in our consulting team that was not part of uh, the organization before. And what this really allows us to do is look from the beginning to all the way when our customers uh, deploy their solution to make sure that uh, we are building the things that they will need, first of all, and that will be supportable and will have a great customer experience. And we put everybody together so we could do this in a nimble fashion, be able to be really a trusted advisor for our customers all along the way as well. Uh, and can you talk a little bit about how um, the 4G and 5G network is supporting your IoT solutions and and you know, what kind of things you're looking forward to specifically with uh, 5G in terms of the, the types of features that will really move that IoT space forward for AT&T? So I would say our network, Kelsey, is supporting uh, IoT very well today. In the 4G world, we have over 100 million connections on our network, and uh, we are moving into the 5G space uh, with automotive to begin with, where they need the longevity of our uh, networks because those vehicles are on the road and need to have connectivity for 15 years or more. And so they wanna make sure that they uh, have that kind of lifespan. And that's mm -hmm. where 5G really comes into play. But as we're looking at serving our customers, you know, 4G uh, serves a lot of them the way that we need them to be served. Mm -hmm. With 5G, though, we'll be able to provide them advanced capabilities. You know, edge of our network will be closer to them. Uh, and really some network APIs that we'll expose will help to drive new solutions for our customers. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that we see really hitting first in automotive, uh, where they can use some of these advanced features. And, you know, 5G radios, let's face it, if a device today is more expensive on 5G than 4G. So why would somebody really want to do it if they can't uh, take advantage of new capabilities? Mm -hmm. Um, can you give any uh, customer use cases that you're excited about, sure. um, particularly in the, the connected vehicle space? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that we're working on, as I mentioned, the network edge being closer. If you think in terms of what the automotive industry has been chasing for a while and transportation in general, it's called V to X, vehicle to anything. 
And there's been a lot of discussion around, do you use unlicensed spectrum to do that? And there's particular radios that you would have to put in every vehicle that uh, would allow this to happen and cr avoid crashes and things like that. But we believe that with the network edge so close and being able to provide ultra-reliable, low-latency, mission-critical kind of communication, that you can actually do vehicle to network to vehicle and avoid crashes and be able to also communicate with roadside units and, uh, you know, for traffic congestion, you know, avoidance purposes. So these are some of the use cases that come to mind. Yeah, the roadside assistance is particularly interesting to me in, in rural areas. In North Carolina, there's a lot of stretches that are, are pretty rural, so um, that idea is reassuring. <laughs> You know, that's the thing, and we want, to, we want to make sure that we are helping the automotive industry to obviously make the customers safer, uh, their customers and our customers as well, but, but also there's other advanced capabilities that you can provide to them as vehicles become more software defined going forward, and that's really a movement in the automotive industry. You want to be able to update those vehicles over time as well to make sure that the customer is getting the very latest capabilities. Mm -hmm. What are um, some of those capabilities that you're, you're looking forward to, um, as you mentioned, becoming more software defined? Think in terms of now, uh, the automobile is becoming a lot more like a smartphone on wheels. That's been talked about for a while, but really with this software defined vehicle, it's becoming a reality. And one of the things that we're seeing is these vehicles are being outfitted with more and more cameras. And so think in terms of being able to uh, sense when the um, driver is nearing the vehicle and, you know, with the cameras being able to uh, recognize them and, you know, unlock the door for them instead of you having to get your key fob out. Now, some of that requires a level of security that you may not have only on the vehicle. You might actually take that information back to AT&T's, through AT&T's network to some uh, you know, application somewhere as well. So that's a kind of an interesting use case and just one of many where that those cameras are going to be integrated into the into the vehicle as well. Yeah, I think somebody may have like swiped my car a little bit. <laughs> I found some streaks on it, so that would be helpful to know. Like, For sure. who, who did that exactly? <laughs> Was it me? <laughs> yeah. uh, what are some other um, IoT solutions uh, that you're excited about that AT&T is working on? So. If you look at automotive, then you kind of expand from there into broader transportation industry in general. Um, and you see everything that's been happening in the world over the past few years. The whole logistics area is so very important. Being able to move um, assets from one location to another and track them. So think in terms of uh, fleet management and asset tracking. Those we see as continuing to grow in importance and, and use cases, as well as when manufacturing is being moved closer to uh, shore, uh, that needs to be done in a very efficient manner, right? And so IoT has great use cases for simplifying in factories, you know, and, and reducing energy consumption and moving into more of this whole idea of dark factories. Uh, so that's another area within transportation. You can see a movement into the electric vehicle space with charging stations, a lot of connectivity necessary for that. Mm -hmm. And then you keep expanding out from there 
uh, as well, agriculture is a great opportunity, you know, for uh, connected devices and connected solutions. And, and from there, even, we can talk about even at the very lowest end, things like connected water meters, connected electric meters, uh, that are really helping to make sure that you don't have to send somebody out to the field all the time to measure things that can be very easily be measured um, remotely, right? All of this is a whole ecosystem that maybe starts in our world with the automotive, but expands considerably. Yeah, a lot of that. different opportunities there. And I think you all worked with a connected uh, winery application, is that right, a few years ago? <laughs> we <laughs> that one, did. That one stuck with me. Did you like that one? <laughs> yeah, I did like that a lot. <laughs> you know, I think the point behind that is there are assets that are high value, and in that case, you know, you, you want to be able to track their location very closely as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also, I imagine um, the status of those goods, making sure that they're refrigerated properly and, um, you know, make it to their destination in, within good quality. Both of those. So, so think in terms of making sure that the temperature stays within boundaries and then that nobody cracks open that bottle, Kelsey, before you get to, <laughs> Sorry. to try it, right? Right. <laughs> um, and you mentioned uh, dark factories. Can you yeah. tell me a little bit more what you mean by that? So that is kind of a movement in manufacturing to, uh, let's say if they're automated, why do you need the lights on, right? Uh, if you don't have somebody that is there uh, having to, you know, a, a human, if, if it's all automated, then save the energy by turning off the lights. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's something I'm trying to get everyone at my home on board with, is <laughs> remembering to turn the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> we can help you with that. Uh, thanks, I appreciate that. Um, well, uh, thanks for going over this with me. Uh, this has been really interesting, and you know, it sounds like you're very busy. Is there anything else that you're um, you know, looking forward to this week in terms of Mobile World Congress or any uh, trends that, that you're interested in watching? It's a fun time, Kelsey, in the whole industry. And you know, as we move to this new 5G standalone network, uh, that really, you know, we're going to be able to take advantage of the public cloud. And uh, as you think about that, now you have to think, well, what are the use cases? And by the way, everything that we do is very secure. We make sure that we are treating security with the utmost and, and privacy as well. But now you've got to think in terms of generative AI and how that can be used uh, you know, in the future in this whole connected solution space. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about that too. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your show. Thanks so much for your time and joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Kelsey. Appreciate it. You bet.